Mora-mora. Aloha. Ik kan het kan niet hoor nie. Hallo. Jy is op mute hoor. Ah, daar is hy. Hallo, kan jy my hoor? Hallo, kan ek jou hoor? Yes, goeiemorgen. Hallo, kan jy hou doe leuk dinge? Alright, alright. Um, ek is bykie moegie soos, ek, ek, ek het een wille dag gehad, gister net bykie gewerk, vroeg op, um, gewerk, ja. ek is aan fix, ek is aan fix. Wat het jy gedoen? Ek is aan fix. What did you do? What did we did a shoot. We were doing a shoot for AWS, Amazon Web Services. They have the stunning yeah. program where they work with um, the LEAP math and science schools to identify their top candidates to get them trained on the Amazon cloud software, developing apps, developing business units. They're doing really deep, deep, long work. None of this flashy, flashy, high 600 people, uh, get 600 students, put them all through a course, look, yeah. giving back me. It's like deep. Um, I'll send you the clip once I've done it, just for your personal viewing. But I watched yeah. three Bursary students and this one kid he, who's 18 and in grade 11. And just the way they speak about life, work, responsibility, it's, an, it's the next level there. Yeah. It's deep <laughs> work, deep good work. Are they all South Africans? All South Africans, yeah. And even the, at the Amazon, the lady who's in charge of it, her name is Nomzamo Baba. Yeah. She speaks with such deep conviction. You know, usually you get these people right. that just say the right lines always because it's a court, but this is not. She's like, we, yeah. we're in a crisis. We cannot afford to carry on like so proper you look at her you go shit she's thought this through it's wonderful to see it's wonderful yeah it's just what i needed that was good that's that's what have you been doing what have you been doing um i've spoken to somebody about doing a trip somewhere okay Uh, nice I've followed up on my Hong Kong, uh, like, not citizenship, but, you know, that yearly visa, revolving visa application. Okay, good. So that's gone through stage one. Nice. Um, I have been kept busy by framing and art and my own art. And I have art just now again at nine o'clock. Okay, how's your art going? My art's going well. My art's going mm-hmm. well. I must send you one of my my latest oils. Uh, it's like a, um, yeah, I don't know if it's called a diptych or whatever, but it's like two sections, and the one is water and sea, oh. and the other one's landscape and clouds, but you combine oh. them. I've combined them oh, together. Oh, nice. Awesome. Melding yeah, water. So mm. I'll, I'll, I'll for you. I think it's quite... It's, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with myself. And, uh, and so humble. Called... Impressed and uh, humble at the same time. I want to be <laughs> impressed and humble. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, myself. Uh, no. I'm joking, I'm joking. Slowly <laughs> but surely, you know, I'm picking up on small little things like using a cotton cloth to rub oils that okay. I never realized. I mean, it's, it mm. makes absolute sense. Lovely. I mean, it's Lovely. natural. And I'm a big... I'm a rubber of note with my pestle. You know, I work with yes. my whole hand. 
Okay. I don't just work with uh, the the front end of a of a of a dry pestle. Mm, you with a rub and I, I, I brush and it and I work mm. with it. So it so rubbing comes very naturally to me. Oh, and nice. then, I do uh, well, sure. Okay. That'd and be then Turner, the mm. artist Turner uh, yes. apparently used rubbing quite often. Yes. Uh, in these works, and I mean, it's interesting. After my first solo exhibition in Joburg, they compared some of my work to that of it, it was oh, wow. like Turner. Oh wow! Nice. And uh, it's that was all pastel. So now I'm moving into oil, and yeah, it's very interesting. Okay. Can you combine oil and pastel? By the way, could you make a do a painting that combines both oil and pastel, or do no? You, what I've done is I've treated, I've treated pastel. Yes. like oil uh, with my fixative but i now need to get into glazes with oil yes so if i can if i can fix my pastel and then put a glaze over or like a varnish in inverted commas yes i think that could be a, a whole new technique for me as well i've done one of them that i've sold yes uh, like a canola field that's actually beautiful to a friend of mine so yeah i'm i'm getting there slowly but surely i just need to spend more and more time with with my art yes, that I'm is, also that pushing is thing, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, it doesn't... i'm also pushing my artworks that are in cape town because they're having two exhibitions before christmas and oh, nice. i need some of that art to sell so be good. i'm I'm on the back of that, the woman that uh, is managing that, that has yes. the galleries and stuff there. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm feeding my robins some uh, um, cremola cheese. I'm looking at it through my window here. It's the cutest little bird. It comes and visits me every day. How does it? That's yeah, nice. It says hello. Yeah. I have the brown heel back. What's the one with the heel snorkel? The brown little bird with the heels and all that? Yeah, the pampun, pampun Fred, I call them. <laughs> well, I don't know what they are, but he's beautiful. He comes and sits on the edge and he scopes the lawn and he picks up and down the lawn. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, no, he comes, and then he sits on the porch and looks, it's like he's surveying his little... Yeah, they're a little bit uh, obsessive-compulsive, uh, those pampun Fred. They're interesting yeah, they birds. Too. They're like my personality. Yeah. Obsessive-compulsive. <laughs> Swert, 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 as they say. Eh? As they say, and he's gorgeous. He jumps on the stoop, and he's really caught. He, we don't chase him. Yeah, so he's, you, he's see, you see, you see. Oh. There was an adjective there. Gorgeous. He's gorgeous, man. OCD. What can I no do? No problem. Mm. So what are we talking about this morning? What is the elephant? The elephant this morning mm. is, I believe, the unconditional giving of Mother Nature. Of sure. nature itself, sure. sure. Um, yeah, the unconditional yeah. giving of Mother mm -hmm. Nature, and then you know, starting off by saying, "So, what is nature?" Uh, because I suddenly, by uh, immersing myself in this, I started realizing that nature might be everything. The universe is yes, nature. Nature, yes. Things that it's been given to us occur. as an entity. And then I landed up by thinking, so this this God, this creator that created all of this. Mm. So maybe that's where we where we are so dimensionally. 
stunted is that we don't realize that we actually live with this creator through nature on a daily basis. We breathe oxygen. Yes. We have we have horizons. We move and we look at an horizon. Um, we there's photosynthesis with plants um, that absorb uh, what is it um, sunlight. Uh, what is it? Yeah. yeah, sunlight. Purple, and, yes. Yeah, and what is the uh, carbon monoxide? Carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It includes uh, oxygen. I mean, and then you look at mycelium and how things are even linked underground. Yes, a big network. And then once again, you know, you think of us referring to it underground, but it's all actually one. And then you look at the fact that the earth is round and the most incredible reality around that, you know, and where we all have our place in space on this round ball of nature yes. that's been created so yeah i don't know what is your, and and the fact that and the fact that we actually so incredibly and unfortunately i have to get to the negative as well yes we so absolutely ignorant and in a certain no not in a certain mostly disrespectful mm. of this creation of this nature of this nature that gives unconditionally all the time yeah i think look the, the the what what always baffles my mind about nature and about the universe is is just not only the immenseness of it but the age of it in, in human terms now i'm talking as a human being because we can only relate yeah. to nature as to what we are and unfortunately yes. we've been conditioned and taught that we are human beings um, and this is our primary goal and we have to take, you know, there's all these conditions to which I don't think it's mm -hmm. unconditional. Earth will be here whether humans are on it or not, right? So I, I believe Absolutely. that. So all the humans disappear tomorrow, so guess what? Earth will go on and I believe it will flourish because Earth itself... It's a, a, fa it's a fade complete. Yes. It's a fade so, complete. So, Absolutely. Yes. So that is the truth from human nature. What I do think is we 100% disconnected from it, um, especially modern humans. Not all humans. There are humans that still live close to the earth. Very few. In comparison. Yeah. But they say something like 80% of, by the turn of the next century, by the 22nd century, 80% of humans will live in big structures and cities. And I, I shudder to think, I shudder to think what that would be like. Look at what's happening now. Look at how cities are crumbling. Look at the people sleeping on pavements. Look at the infrastructure collapse. Look at the... It's it's not sustainable because human beings have to take care of it. Nature takes care of herself. She is the yeah. ultimate life giver, right? Yes. No, you're absolutely right. It's um, interesting. There's a project by Hedewick. Hedewick is a British... Uh, he himself is not an architect. He employs architects. He's more a conceptualist. Yes. Based in London. Yes. Uh, that viewing platform in Manhattan that people used to jump off and is now closed yes. was created by him. Uh, and then he did the Zeitsmocker in Cape Town. So oh, wow. the art gallery. Oh, wow. So that whole um, um, working with that organic silo 
and uh, cre or, or changing that place and space into an art space is actually an amazing project, and he did brilliantly, I think. Now, Hedewick um, did a, a neighborhood, a whole neighborhood in Japan, and you know the Japanese are very sensitive to their environment. Yes. Culturally. Yes, they are. And um, this is a, a undulating, it's a kind of uh, very organic flowing structure um, that incorporates living volumes, growing volumes, uh, moving volumes um, of different heights, all organic. No, uh, so the, 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 physical structure gets absorbed by this organic natural structure okay. and nature is brought into the space and by ways of research they thought that uh, because they obviously had to ask the people that lived in the specific neighborhood to move out when they started building up, and yes. constructing and it's interesting that more than yeah, more than 90% of those Japanese people, of which some of them are as old as 100 years, moved back into this space and was happy with what was created. Now, what yeah. I'm getting to, or the point yeah. I'm getting to yeah. is, uh, you know, Big Bark, Bjark Ingalls is another architect um, in, um, in Finland or Sweden. I can't even think now if he's, what is he, yeah. da Danish? Uh, he created that, you also sent me that visual, that big uh, furnace that they burn um, uh, rubbish. Yes, to make electricity, energy. yes. yes. And then it's got that ski slope on the side mm. and it's mm. planted, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I believe um, we are going to have to make use of stuff like biomimicry far more. Yes, um, So... Uh, Bring, we, we need to live more intensely with nature in how we plan, but yeah. even how we structure our days. I think we need to start questioning um, our routines uh, yeah. because I think we're not drawing enough from nature when we look at that. Yeah, we totally so we live, with day, mm. we live with day and night, but we there's more to draw from from nature on a daily basis. I believe. Yeah, I think 100%. Man is our systems that we put in place and our big structures that we put in place and that our big sort of um, performance um, appraisals and guidelines, it's all based from a, excuse me, from a human need for control and thinking we can actually control yes. Um, the earth and nature and I know it's in our nature to have come from the cave era and the bronze era and now look how modern and slick we are and look at all the technology we've got but we think technology can save us and I think it's the biggest mistake we've ever made because if things dry up tomorrow if there's a plague we will die we will die because we we think we can fix everything with a medicine or a little capsule or a little close a door put yeah. in a uh, I mean, I was at a company, the company I was at yesterday, they have air filters in, in the, on the whole, on all, all the rooms, on all of these massive, huge air filters, dude. In all, it's all over the place, air filters. And I'm like, then I read an article, Joburg has to fix its air for a better living. Yeah. 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 It's very under the radar type stuff. 
No one's really talking about the quality of our air. We know about it, but ugh, you know, there's so much other stuff to get to. So and it'll sort itself but, out. But I think it's because we, uh, you know, we we insensitive towards how nature actually, how it just it it it, it occupy or occupies our space, <clears throat> but, <clears throat> but somehow we don't we don't engage with that. Yes. <clears throat> We don't truly engage with that. We don't draw from that. We, we, we kind of, in a certain way. I mean, if we look at how we build our homes and how we live, we keep it out there. We keep yes, it outside. Don't bring it in. Yes, correct. We don't. We don't really bring it in. We might, might have double glazing or we have big windows, um, and we. But we always looking into nature. Yes, and it's part of interesting. Us, yeah. You know, it's never part of it. And then you you look at those, um, what do they call them? Earth ships. Have you ever seen Yes, I've seen the ones that put the tires and the solars and the... Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those earth ships are incredibly interesting because um, they work with stuff like condensation, humidity, air humidity, and then that waters the plants that are grown inside. Inside, yes, correct. And there's Obviously, a big stream that runs through it. Yes. Mm. Yes. And then uh, they they have air flowing through it, etc., etc. And if you look at how those entities are structured, yes. that is far more fluid, and it, and it respects nature, and it actually uh, assists nature on or in living, in being, because that I think is what nature asks from us: is to yeah, be. Good. We need to integrate. Is it. to be in nature, into and 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 what is really happening with us at the moment is we drawing not from nature necessarily, but we draw from, as you've just rightfully said, from stuff like being in control. Yes. You know, I um, want to be in control, so I want to. I want to feel in control and I have fear and I don't like, yeah, nature sometimes might be fearful. Yeah, we might fear nature to yeah, certain extent. But they are fear. They are, nature is to be feared because I don't think we understand anymore because we've disconnected from it so much what the power yeah. of really is. And I see it often when, oh, absolutely. you know, when little tsunamis come in or the sea just pushes on a high tide. People are standing ten feet away from a wave approaching, thinking it's just going to splash up. And then when it comes over the brim and starts rushing towards them at a hundred kilometers an hour, then they want to turn around and run. And then they get knocked down and get hurt, and people die. And I go, why are you do? Why are you so moronically stupid that you can stand there and think, oh, it's just a little? Are you so disconnected from reality that you think that approaching wave? It's just going to lap around your ankles. Can you not? We can't judge anymore. I think we've lost the ability to to, to judge, judge, to and judge. live, yeah. live, live with nature. Yeah. yeah, with nature. Yeah, I had this experience up on uh, on the Dragonsberg, right at the top. We climbed up the chain ladder, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, myself and a guy called Leon Stein. When was this? He's been up there often. Oh, it was years back. Hmm. Um, let's say 10, 
12 years back. Okay. And um, there was uh, obviously on your sudden side, on the sudden side of any uh, crevice or any ridge, you would get very heavy, like pack ice. So not just snow, sure. pack ice. Yes. So where the sun can reach, the snow would melt, and that's where our water comes from. I mean, you get the massive Tugela Fall, fall that I think is the second highest uh, waterfall in the world. Yes. But on the on the cooler side, on the shadow side, the south side of any ridge, you would get the speck ice. And sure. I got myself into a position where there was snow dust that was covering some pack ice. And I wanted to climb up and use it as like a step or a ladder. Oh. And it was and I oof. fell into this crevice oof, and I was stuck. I was stuck. I was literally stuck up to my neck. And uh, <clears throat> I suddenly realized that I'm in trouble. And in that and through that experience, thank God my friend arrived and uh, because I called out, uh, he could pull me out, but with great difficulty because it's obviously slippery and it's, yes. uh, you know, you work against body weight, etc. Yes, et yes, 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 yes. But that kind of experience taught me how to be extremely sensitive about your environment and what nature is, what, yeah. it, what the reality of nature. Like you've just said, people would stand 10 meters from a massive, um, you know, uh, wave and think that it's not going to, <laughs> it's not yeah. going to eradicate them. Yeah, exactly. Or just, uh, yeah. So I, I do think that nature is not aware of man. Nature is not aware of man. Whether we are here, nature doesn't go, oh, let me adjust to what I am so that you can be better. It's not going to happen. The earth runs the way the earth runs. We try and tame it. And yes, we've done some incredible engineering feats as human beings over the, over the centuries and the hundreds of thousands of years. I mean, we can't take that away from us that we went from cave-dwelling semi-ape creatures to to being refined and even going into space. And what's still amazing for me about the human mind and capability is that we land four-wheel machines that we designed on Earth on a planet, our nearest planet, Mars. We drive it around, we take samples, we study. It's fascinating for me. It's a fascinating that we can do that. Yet, and in the next breath, we can bomb the shit out of women and children just for being somewhere we don't want them to be. That is the extreme of, yeah. our, of our of our human condition. We are we are so flawed in so many ways and yet so brilliant in so many others. It's weird. It's like a weird concept I'm trying to wrap my head around this week. It's strange for me. Yeah, I think it's how we how we interpret and how we through that interpretation and that being in and being part of nature, yes. for example. Yes. How we develop a, a certain not a certain amount, um, uh, incredible respect is what we should be. Yes, correct. Um, uh, arriving at all mm. the time, you know, and even if you look at the the current war in the Middle East, mm. um, I think that war is more about water than anything else and it's the water of the jordan river yeah and um there's a whole underlying issue there and it's interesting that yes nature plays an incredible incredible 
important role in all of that. And there's also total disregard for nature in, in the human energy that's playing out in such negative ways in that space at the moment. Yes. yes. It's so, just, um, yeah. I'm finding it hard. I was thinking the other day, I was going, so we're talking about a giving nature, giving earth. What do you think as human beings, besides the green pieces of the world and the sea shepherds of the world and all these organizations, what do you, what value do you think we as human, as a human species, have added to this earth? What have we done yes. for the world and the earth? That <laughs> I'm asking, what have we what have we contributed really no, truly? I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I can tell you Zilch, zero. We've been taking and taking, yes, taking and yes. taking. That's all we do. Yes, and, and, and what nature does, it's been unconditional in giving yes. and, and giving, giving and giving. And it's Correct. going to get to a point, it's going to get to a point where mm. it says, guys, you are irresponsible in Correct. how you deal with me, how you engage with me. It's not getting to a point. And you're, yes, we, we are there. We'll exactly. be there now. Yeah, COP, what is it, COP8, or what is happening at the moment? Ugh, are these talking heads, I mean, they are so ineffective, you can't believe it. Not just the that, reality. they're out of self-interest. They aren't there because yes. they want to fix something. They're there to represent their people and their nation and their country and their government and their point of view and me, me, I, my, my. Yeah. Now, if you mirror, if you mirror nature in its most basic form, Yes. If I look out of my window, there's an incredible respect and an engagement between whatever grows and whatever's happening out here. Yes. So within within nature, if undisturbed, maybe, you know, if you talk about gardening or leaving a garden or a natural garden where I live, for example, yes. you just th see how things thrive and it's because of a, a, an, an a interactive respect that's happening all the time. Yes. Um, it's, it's a system that looks after itself, in inverted commas. Yeah, symbiotic. Yeah. yeah, it's symbiotic. It's unconditional towards itself. And even in giving, you know, there's a beautiful agapanthus blooming in front of my face here uh, in its blue color, and it's giving. It's giving to me. I can see it. Mm. Um, and you just asked, what do we give back to nature? What do we give back when we bomb people? When we, you, you know, because mind. people are from nature. Yes. Blow up tunnels. We, yeah. It's, it's actually crazy yeah. to think about that. It's what has our contribution been? Over the centuries. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it ironic that, uh, you know, the little bit of through through one of the religions, mm. uh, we've, uh, the one that we know best of, it started off in a garden. Yes. In a perfect <laughs> garden. With everything. In a perfect garden, Tiant. It started off in a perfect garden garden the with garden all of the food you could eat anything you could want that's right it and was that wasn't enough it was... but it wasn't enough ah ah we wanted that one thing so we could the... have yeah 
So what is that one thing? What is that one thing? What is that? What is that? What is the internal nature of being a human being that finds stuff or things or its place in space not to be enough? I what think, are we craving? Yeah, what, I don't, what are I we craving know. outside of nature? Tell me, talk to well, me. I don't know. I, I, I think the, the, it's, it's that self, uh, possibly it's like self-idolation. We idolize ourselves. We think we are so amazing and so incredible and so connected and so wise. Yeah. And we think we can make no mistakes. And we think if a million people vote for us for something, we must be right. We make so many assumptions and con um, 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 confirmation biases every single day. And I include myself in that, that I don't think we yeah. critically really look at things and really understand them to their depth. We're just all skimming the surface. There are people that do. And I'm please, I'm not saying this for everybody. I'm just saying, yeah, we, yeah. we, you know, we're just too busy with our little lives rushing along to our, our most certain deaths in the hope that we, by the time we get there, we would have achieved something for ourselves and others maybe, but mostly for ourselves as our own comfort. I mean, I even think of the earth houses that the people build. I mean, they're not scalable. The, or maybe they are scalable, but no one wants to look at that. We should be building millions of those things every every day. But the mere fact that it doesn't conform to a cookie cutter, someone can put it on a spreadsheet type vibe, means no one will give you money to do stuff like that in order to build the entire city to see if it makes the people healthier and the children happier and brings crime rates down. No one's prepared to give a billion dollars for that. But a billion dollars in weapons every week for Israel or for Ukraine, easy peasy lemon squeezy. We let's give 30 billion. Oh no, let's give 35. No, let's give 100 billion. Let's go, people. We've got to keep, you know, the so, I mean, as human, as human beings uh, and as a human race, yes, uh, I sit here, I sit here on a property mm. demarcated, yes, demarcated, secured because of certain human reality that really? was created by us or by being a human in a structure that is structured in little blocks, little urban uh, that you can own, that is now yours mm. in place and space and that you can deal with and handle however you want to. So everything's based on power, control, um, uh, self-indulgence, etc., uh, etc. Et I look out of my window and <clears throat> I see how plants share space, how they share the air, um, how they organically uh, work with each other uh, and deal with each other uh, by just being. Yes. We don't have any of that left in us, dear. We have never, we've never had and if we can refer that back to the Garden of Eden, but I, I think the fact, yeah, yeah the fact, no, go the fact. I think the fact that we that, that we that we realized who and what we are, that we that we realized our, uh, our the fact that we are sinful by nature, that we stepped over that line. But that okay. is where the big 
that's where the big imbalance got you. Into okay. Play. But, okay, let's play a scenario out quickly. Let's do a scenario play out quickly. Let's look like this. Let's say the Earth was created in six days. Let's say that Adam and Eve were in the garden where Iraq is between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. And there was a garden and it was perfect and everything was awesome and we were all in harmony. Now, my question on that point is as follows. Were we conscious of good and evil before Eve sinned? Because it says we were naked and we, we, we didn't have any clothes. So we walked around in a perfect temperature, 32.5 degree or whatever the perfect temperature for us is. In the evenings, it wasn't too cold. Where did you sleep? You covered yourself with a leaf or did you just fall asleep on the ground or did you not sleep? Did we not sleep? We were so perfect. We didn't sleep. What, what was that between those two people like? Then I want to say the following to you. If Adam didn't know that Eve was naked, how would they have procreated? Would God just have made more and more people and put them there and we'd be in this perfect world? I'm just trying to understand that so then we all lived in a perfect world and we were all happy and everyone got along. And then what? What would the purpose uh, be then? Uh, of I, 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 think, I think that we relate to Adam and Eve as people. Yes. They might be, they might be entities. Yes. They might not be people. They might yes. only be for us to grasp the, the, the concept. Topic, sorry, and therefore, yes. therefore we see them and we want them to be people because that's the only thing we can understand yet. Okay. We don't we Good don't point. understand anything more. So what do you they think could they were were people? They, sorry? What 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 were they if they were not people? To, uh, entity how they could way? have been they could have been molecules cells uh, i don't know I, okay. I've, I've got no idea no no, no I'm, I'm asking we had to find we had to find a narrative to make sense yes, yes out yes, of yes. our existence yes. we had maybe, to find that narrative. yes or maybe when god spoke to the desert dwellers of the middle east he had to explain to them so that they could understand it in in human terms you're drawing all of this from your knowledge through a religion mm. from certain what they call scriptures. Yes, correct. That's all. It's all human based. The whole yes. thing's human based. From a so human my point view. of departure, I think, I think it's just um, a nice to have narrative point of departure where we can feel that we are in control and understand the setup better. Yes, correct. I think we it's have like with it. every religion, it's it's often, and you've given me that reasoning often, and you're right. That's what religion is. You know, it's 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 creating a a, a placid understanding or acceptance where we can accept ourselves with all our shit. Yes. Literally. Yeah. That's what and, it is. Yeah, and sort of try and make sense of things that we do not Because understand. now we, we, if we need to move into evolution, for example. Yes. So where the hell did Adam and Eve fit into that little scenario? You know, what were they? Were they hairy? Were they before, after? Where, where did they fit in? Yeah. Because creation's far bigger and wider and timeless yes. Yes. than all of that, Diat. No, one hundred. Yeah, the size and immenseness of it. Yeah, the size and immenseness of the of, of of it is far far beyond. We we're just grasping when we look at Miss Plays 
and we look at 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 at, at the so-called ape man. Yes. We have a little bit of understanding, and where I have that property with the crystals that we You're go to. Scratching the surface. Um, Five thousand million years old, all the sediment, and 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 the interesting thing is, what do we now do as people? We go and mine the freaking platinum where we've just killed off twelve or thirteen people again. Yes. For wealth. Uh, I mean, that is another tragedy, thinking of who's the shareholders and who's yes. receiving dividends mm. and who's working underground and whose cables are snapping. Yes. Um, I don't even want to go there. But but we are mining the rich riches timelessly in a period of time after billions of years and drawing from yeah. nature. But look at how we're dealing with it. We're oh. using it for control. Mm. We're making money with it. Yes. So there's no respect. I mean, look at look at uh, fossil fuels, brother. Yeah. No, We've created an industry. We've created some of the biggest evil in the world through fossil fuels. Correct. We should have left it. Yeah, we, we should have it. dealt with respect. We should have looked at solar. At the time, the technology water. wasn't there, though. For solar, you know, it wasn't in the frame of reference. Of no, but, but and now it in is. Time and place, now, in time and place, yes, technology wasn't mm. there. Who said? Mm. Who says we couldn't have been at a different, better place at that time? Yes, yeah. we move. Uh, we move. Uh, we move within time, but we could have had different ways of dealing with it. Yeah, uh, we could have worked with reflection. Uh, we could have worked with, um, you know, in, in, in the Northwestern Cape, you get this little uh, stone called Bobiyan Spiel. It, it, you chisel it off and it's a little mirror. Well, no, yeah, some of the fires, yeah. fires in actual fact that, that is created by that, that stone, that, that it's not people yes, setting yes, fire. Yes. It's reflection. So I, I'm just saying it's how we interpret and how we deal. And, and we allow ourselves to be closer or not close to nature at all. Correct. That's and Correct. that that I'm referring back to this narrative that make us understand the the reasoning around making certain choices. Yeah. And that's what happened in that garden. Yeah, well in the, the end it comes down to choice. That, Correct. Correct. Yeah. The entity is choice. So yeah. I I don't want to filter that down that she was naked and he was and how would how would this God entity have created? Would he have created? I mean, that's beyond my my ability. I can't. I, I don't even want to. I can't go there. And, and I know. I can't the even, question I can't, is. I can't, I can't even. I can't even fathom nature. So no, no, no. I understand that. But the point is, if this God person gave that information to Moses to help us understand things, then I wonder about the. <laughs> Then I wonder, did Moses not really understand? He just wrote down what he could when he wrote it, because from what he thinks he could, or he interpreted what was said. And those are the things where information has gone missing, which now has caused gaps and allowed for multiple religions to sprout that have created the situation that is now on earth. That's what I yeah, well, time in, in, in time and, and, and place, we are totally out of faith. We're out of faith with ourselves. And and we don't understand the universal nuances that was left for us 
in this creation. We've 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 done certain interpretations of that, and and that has created a certain way of living and of existing as so-called human beings. But for the rest, every yeah. time we refer back to the religion or a Bible or a Quran or whatever, we draw from stuff that is an interpretation over a very limited period of time within this massive nature, this God-created ent entity that we cannot even describe. Yes. And it's all because of the fact that we have to make a decision. That decision that gets referred to symbolically by that Garden of Eden decision of not eating or being asked not to eat from. Um, instructed yes. or taking instruction. Our, 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 our own, our, our weakness is the fact that we are so absolutely fallible, that we are so weak in all of this. But then, and that we are not humble enough yes. to comply with the bigger creation. Correct. We fight it. We want to control it. Mm. We want to manage it. That's what I was referring to when I said we live in a house. This house is mine. It mm. belongs to me. Mm. You know what? Nature does not work like that. Yeah. No, correct. It 100%. 100%. Nature is. The earth is. Whether we are on it or not, it is. It is. Correct. It is. Yes. It's so close. I believe that if we can go back, uh, endlessly yeah. back, we could have made choices where we were closer to being is, yeah. to being nature, into whatever. Yeah. There, there was a time when that was the case, eh? I think in the yes. early development of man, 100,000 years yes. ago. But then that, would, that itself brought other dangers and other that we kept running from or escaping from or working our way yes. out of. I mean, people who often talk about how they would love to live in the Middle Ages or they would have loved to, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have no clue. Go read up on what it was like to live in the Middle Ages, really. Yeah, you romanticize it to such an extent. And I think cinema and film ha have not helped in bringing the reality home to people. When we see a movie with knights fighting for honor and shit, it always looks so awesome in a movie. But in reality, I think it's brutal. <laughs> no, you're right. Having you're right. a sword through that. another man's chest or belly <laughs> and watching that man yes. out in front yes. of you. I don't think any of us yeah. have a real concept of that. Yet, uh, I uh, often uh, say it's fantastic uh, to go and see these art movies mm. and to... to, to live through the emotions of those people, you know, yes. and to think, oh, how dramatic and how this, the fact is for whoever and the reality within that specific realm, yes. it was fucking frightening. It was yes. terrible. It, it was, was emotional. It yes. was and, dire. And, but and then, then it comes to fear that drives us then. So the big driver is fear. Fear of nature, fear of dying, fear of being dead, yes. fear of yes. freezing to death. Yes. You know, so we're, we're a weird species, man. I, I'm, I'm struggling to. So, Tiago, do you think mm. that not knowing? Do you think that not knowing? Yes. And getting over that is driven by the word that we've created called fear. Yes, definitely. 
Yes, I see I run out of money. I can't pay my bills. I fear that I can't. I fear if I get sick, we will take. I fear. I've, there's, it's, it's, we we come from a fear based um, uh, yes. um, upbringing. Unfortunately, you must make enough money. You must save enough money for your pension, so you don't run out of food. You're, ah, ah, fear, fear, fear is at the core of everything that drives humanity. Look at Israel. There are mass fears the Israelis, so they go and kill people, then they escape, then now we're fearing that, now we're fearing that Israel will stop to exist, fear, 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 fear is a monster, fear is and a then control, control, evil. control, yes. control to back, up yes, to, to get it back, to get peace, and then what we call <laughs> peace is when one side gets what they want, and the other side is eradicated, we must eradicate them, I mean the language alone, the aggression in the language is just, no one sits uh, there and goes, uh, no one sits there and says, hang on a sec, let's look at this holistically. There is a history. If you say that, you're anti-Semitic, then you're siding with it. You're going, no, 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 no one said we pro anyone. We're saying, look at the situation that has been created yeah. for the last 70 years. Yeah. How has it been? You know, I'm saying, but, but people don't, I think people lose all reason. And I'm no expert in the Middle East or anything like that. I'm just saying in the conflict. Yeah, of, well, the, the, the premise is that people just, have, a way of reasoning yes. and that they could reason but I mean it becomes more for me from looking in from the outside yes. it's becoming clear that people's stuff gets fogged up by so many dimensional issues yes. that basic reasoning actually falls by the wayside yeah. if you think about it but it's self-interest then self-interest comes into play yes yes Yes, you have all these peripheral things entering the fray. Yes. Oh, that's that's another Absolutely. whole discussion. Self-interest. And all of yeah. us have got it, including me, you. I I oh, don't oh, I don't operate out of prejudicing myself. I'm not gonna walk into the street with an oncoming bus. I'm not stupid, but but it be, but when it gets to the point where you pretty much are taken care of, you have more than enough money to do whatever you want, and you still want more. That I can't get my head around. Like it's never enough. When something is never enough, that that for me is a tough ball to yeah, swallow. Well, you know, the irony is the irony is that uh, our continuum, our whatever we are, whatever we become from here and after here, being here, meaning on Earth. Yes. Uh, we need to get a better grasp of that. Definitely. Uh, and maybe we shouldn't be asking too many questions. Maybe we should just deal with every aspect of what we understand in a far more respectful way. Yes. That's my answer. I think so too. And when, I think answer. if you look at ourselves and we need to look at our, our needs and our wants and, and it's, it's ongoing human struggle. I mean, this is not new. I mean, this has been through the ages. Yeah. Is like, what is it yeah. that you need? What do you want? And where's the balance? And I think that's probably the takeout for me. Is yeah. I, I ask myself this all the time lately. I go, do I want this or do I need it? And nine out of ten times, it's just I want it. And yes. that's, a, that's not a good answer. Uh, if yeah. you don't need something, then don't get it. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, I'm just suddenly I'm thinking of children and how I um, facilitated the kids that I assisted in bringing into this world. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking of all the mistakes that I might have made, but I, there was also wonderful things. And the interesting thing is, 
that the wonderful things are mostly related to just be, accept, and to is, mm. if you understand yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. The, the, the stuff that didn't go off well, that didn't interpret and was usurped over time in personalities is, the, is stuff that were more controlled, forceful, and more directed. That's um, interesting. But we all, we all just works, of, works in progress, you know, as, yeah. as in this life. Yeah. We come into this body and we, so, uh, we are met with situations yeah. and we have to make decisions. So I think it comes down to choice. Yeah. Correct. Unconditional, Brewer. Let's try and be a little bit more unconditional in whatever level and however we operate. That's okay, I'll, I'll, work, I'll work on that. I'll work. That's a, that's a tough one for me. That's another elephant for another day. Unconditional. <laughs> All right. What are you doing on the weekend? What's your weekend plan? Uh, we'll talk about it. I might see you this weekend, so we'll talk. Oh, let's about see, it. Yeah, yeah, because we did invite you for a you know a visit. So let's see, that'll be good. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I was on the peripheral list or if I was on the core list. So I must first figure that out myself. My list that's or the other list? The other list or yeah. my list? Yeah, you see, that's the thing. Whose list? The thing, the Are you talking about? You were you were invited. Okay, there was no list. There's only like seven of us here. Not a, we're not doing a big shindig. I don't, we don't do those anymore. That's from a previous life. We do small no. intimate parties now. So it's like eight people at most. Okay. Okay, no, so we'll it's not going to be we'll any talk. of that. So it'd be good to see you. All right. So there's, an art, there's an art exhibition, and then there's a jazz fraternity uh, planning thing that I need oh, nice. to talk to you about because it has educational uh, okay. roots, very okay. strong. And when we look at Amazon and when we look at the relevance of music and maths yes. and rhythm. Yes. Uh, so bringing societies uh, together. To yeah. mm, okay. uh, I want to talk to you about that um, because I think there's potential for a series of programs on that. Oh, nice. Okay, let's talk. Well, let's talk about it. Let's Good, talk. because yeah. I've got all of that in hand at the moment. So I can, I can bring good. you the players. But okay. we must talk about it. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Gotcha. I don't see who's going to fund it. All right, Laka. But have a good weekend, and I hope we see you tomorrow. That'll be great. Okay, good. Laka. Super. Thanks. Okay, donkey. Have a good one. Thank Cheers, you. man. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. bye.